Waldron and welcome to the Human Services Knowledge and Practice Podcast. Before we start, I want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. And a massive shout out of respect to all the First Nations people who are listening, wherever you may be. Today I thought I'd share the story of my journey into human services, where I've come from and some of the knowledge and skills I'm actively trying to acquire in my studies. Human services is my first step towards becoming a social worker who provides counselling and mental health services. I really dig Pamela Trevelick's knowledge and skills framework that acknowledges that a professional framework is informed by many different types of knowledge and wisdom. I'm no spring chicken. I'm a mum to three kids. I have a lengthy career in education and I bring a ton of experience to my future role as a social worker and counsellor. At the start of my career, I adopted the teaching professional and ethical framework, which, among other things, taught me to build productive relationships with young people and parents and how to maintain professional boundaries. That's also where I learnt to think critically and developed a reflective practice, which I've continued throughout my career. Then I moved into the corporate world, where over the past decade I developed a whole lot of tacit practical knowledge. Things like managing projects and stakeholders and just getting things done. And then there are all the life experiences, mother, community volunteer, as well as my own personal counselling experiences that have helped me build self-awareness and interpersonal skills. But I'm also aware that I'm now operating in a different domain, and so I need to be careful about the potential to make mistakes due to operating from my old frame of reference. Okay, so let me give you an example. From my teaching and corporate background, I have a very directed style of conversation and tend to move too quickly to problem solving. And while this is really desirable in a corporate and education context, it's not the best way to build rapport and counselling. Another difference is the explicit ethical value of social justice that's inherent in social work. To tell you the truth, now that I'm studying human services, this comes up all the time in my conversations with my middle-class family who have strong Protestant work ethics and meritocratic values. The values of my upbringing are challenged by concepts of systematic societal oppression resulting in intergenerational poverty, cultural trauma and inequality. Growing up, I was always told that those who work hard are successful, but now I know that things aren't that simple. On the other hand, I do believe strongly in the concept of self-determination. And so my preferred approach to, quote unquote, helping people is very much one of empowerment through person-centered, direct social work practice. I'm very aware of psychodynamic theories, and I'm interested in the ways that people can reclaim their power in situations where they've been positioned as the powerless. I'm also still learning about the whole human services system in Australia, the overarching quality frameworks and funding models. This is a new domain for me, and I know I'll need to be able to confidently and fluidly navigate this with the people I work with. Thanks for joining me today on Human Services Knowledge and Practice Podcast. Tune in next week where we'll talk about assessment and intervention in human services.